You want to find and keep your tribe of raving fans. I want to support that journey. This is the Digging Deep Podcast with your host, Justin Lamb of 360 Media. I explore ways to help you build a more attractive business that finds and keeps your tribe of raving fans. Hey everybody, this is Justin Lamb. You're listening to episode seven of Digging Deep, where I help business owners build a better business. And today, um, further from my one of my previous guests, NT, introduced me to this wonderful lady who's online with me today, uh, Jen Nguyen. And uh, Jen is a mindset coach, I believe. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, thank you for joining me on the show today. And, uh, you know, hoping you're having a great weekend. I mean, we're recording this on a Monday. Yeah. Well, thank you, Justin, for having me. Yes, my name is Jenny Nguyen. I am a mindset and manifestation coach. Um, my business is called This Must Be It because that is the feeling that I want you to have after doing the coaching with me. And I am a Proctor Gallagher consultant. So what that means is I am mentored by Bob Proctor himself. So he, if you don't know who he is, he is the world's greatest human potential and law of attraction coach um, from The Secret. Amazing. And uh, I've got introduced to Bob Proctor a long time ago, um, probably in my early 20s. And so what drew you to Bob Proctor versus somebody else? Okay. So for me, my biggest thing about Bob Proctor is I love people that you can feel that they love what they do. Because a lot of people will do it, they'll talk about their struggles, which is very, very important. But Bob has a way of talking that exudes just the feeling. And that's the most, the thing that he talks about, he coaches about, it's all about that feeling. So when when he talks, you can feel what he's saying. And that's what drew me to him. And I also really appreciate people that love what they do and can do it for the rest of their lives. He is 87 years old and he still works every day. That just means he loves what he does. And that to me is like, amazing (laughs) and so then when where did your journey start like self-development is is uh is really big now but it always had it wasn't always really sort of forefront and center I think nowadays people are more um accepting of it like they are of meditation and whatnot but where where did your journey start how did you get into this whole realm of uh, self-development yeah, like for me, self-development, I don't, I'm going to be really, really honest and raw. I didn't really start, I guess, my own development journey until I became a leader, until I was understanding that I needed more. I was like looking for more and I didn't feel fulfilled in what I was doing. And I think it could be different for everyone where they begin. But for me, it was that feeling of, of something was missing, right? Um, so I, for me, for my background, I started in recruitment. Um, so I was always helping people progress in their career. And I started feeling that I wasn't feeling fulfilled in doing that. So I actually started in um, network marketing. And if you know anything about network marketing, it's a lot about, you know, growing your business, but also your own personal development. If you join any network marketing business, they always talk about personal development. So when I found network marketing, I was like, okay, this is that more, but I'm still feeling that, that missing piece of fulfillment. And um, they always talk about personal development in network marketing. So I was looking for personal development in 2020. And I think for a lot of people in 2020, there was that feeling of clean slate. Everyone is, is experiencing the exact same thing at the exact same time globally. 
right? Globally, we were all trapped at home. We were experiencing the exact same pandemic. We were going through something emotionally. And that's when I was looking for more. So I looked into um, channels that really could, I could grow myself. And we talked about this. We talked about BNI. So I went into BNI, for example, to grow my network marketing business. And I was surrounded by entrepreneurs. And I was trying to understand, okay, these people have success in their life. And how did they get there? They all started their own personal development journey. And so I looked into courses um, that I wanted to take because I was like, I'm ready to invest in myself. I'm ready for more. I'm ready for more. So I looked into things. I asked people, what did you do to get to your journey? So people would tell me things like Landmark. They would tell me things like PSI. But when I looked into those courses, they, they talk so much about your past. I was over my past. My past is my past. It created who I was. And I, would talk, I was thinking, how can I move to the future? How can I begin to create that? And that's when I discovered Bob Proctor, because Bob Proctor talks so much about the, you know, physical, the mental, and then the spiritual plane. So it literally hit all three for me. It wasn't just about business. It wasn't just about, you know, creating those habits. It wasn't just about mindset. It was all of it. So that's really where my, I guess, personal development journey started. Amazing. And actually, I think a lot of people who, at least in, in you know, the earlier times, started a lot of their uh, self-development journey through network marketing. And, you know, I know network yeah. marketing gets a bad rap for a lot of this stuff uh, in terms of, you know, selling products and services that, you know, maybe doesn't fit in a market. But what I, I do have to give um, that network marketing industry is that they have a really high um, amount of push and and support for personal development. And I think that is one of its uh, biggest saving graces in terms of yeah. what attracts people to it. Because I think people inherently want to improve themselves. And, and so oh, I yeah. get what you're saying, you know, about, um, you know, a lot of self-development talks about, you know, your previous self and your history. Uh, and I'm actually a firm proponent of, of history as part of the healing process. But, you know, much like Bob Proctor believes it's, you know, your future, your past self does not indicate your future. Um, and yeah. a lot of people forget that, you know, like your past is something that you draw on, but maybe not necessarily the things that, that propels you, like you don't, you're not defined by the paradigm that was be be behind you. Exactly. It's all about that paradigm shift. So with Bob Proctor's teaching, it's all about that paradigm shift. And paradigm is not commonly used or um, heard of word in our English vocabulary. We don't go around talking about our paradigm. But a paradigm is a multitude of habits, and it's your belief system. And you can completely change your belief system to create the results that you want. And people need to understand that, that like, you know, that 2020 was this year that you could consider this great reset. And you can make that choice that's going to be completely different moving forward. Yeah. And so let's talk about choice. When we talk about choice, I mean, I think a lot of people feel like uh, the choices are made for them and that they don't really have a, a way to control those choices. But choices is really um, a decision that we make in a moment. And it's all the things that build up to that decision making moment that craft where, where we ultimately go. You know, what is your take and what is your experience on, you know, how a person should maybe take a look at making choices for 2021 and onwards? Okay, that's such a great question because choice and decision, they're very much the same. We all are so lucky because we have choices, right? 
when you really think about all your blessings, you have choices, right? But the thing is, choice and decision are the same thing. So the thing about, like, if you look at the book, Think and Grow, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, I think most entrepreneurs start their whole journey with that book. And Think and Grow Rich, they dedicate an entire chapter to decision-making. So they say that the most successful people make decisions quickly and change them very slowly. And that comes down to choice, right? And when you look at a choice for 2021 and moving forward, if you make a choice, you're thinking, okay, should I continue to expand my business? Should I do this or that? Whatever, whatever you're making a choice between, you have to think not about like your past, like the things that have happened or that fear that you're creating for yourself. You have to think of those decisions from a place of faith because Bob Proctor talks about it. Thinking Grow Rich talks about it. It's faith and fear are two invisible forces that you create when you're making a choice or making a decision. They both cannot be seen. You don't know the outcome or the circumstances, but they require a certain, like a certain belief system that you decide on. And the, the most important portion of that is you make that decision, right? When you know that you make that decision, you make that choice, it's so empowering and you are the driving force. So if you go into every decision or every choice with that, don't you feel so empowered? Don't you think that anything that you create from there, that that feeling of faith, that belief system that you create for yourself, it's just it's going to drive you. And that, that fear that you have created for yourself, that doubt doesn't exist because those are the only things that you've made for yourself. So faith is a component that Bob Proctor talks about. And when we talk about faith, um, in terms of being able to sustain a choice uh, long term, you know, we make choices, uh, and a lot of us will just take even the classic uh, go to the gym yeah. at the beginning of the year, New Year's resolutions. You know, we make a choice to go to the gym. You know, how does Bob Proctor or yourself, you know, how do you describe um, and and help people with sustaining that decision over the long term? Yeah, so it's all about habits. So we talk about habits quite a bit in, um, in I guess, with Bob Proctor and even just with the paradigm shift, right? So we, there's something called the knowing-doing gap. The knowing-doing gap is what you know you have to do <clears throat> to create the results that you want. You can actually reprogram your entire subconscious mind so that you begin doing the things that you know you have to do. And how do you do that? So with Bob Proctor, what he always says is you have to frame it in a sense that <clears throat> we use this phrase all the time. I'm so happy and grateful now that I love going to the gym and I get the body that I want. Let's, if that's, a, that's, a, that's your, what your outcome is, right? You always tie it to that. Um, even the same thing for network marketing. There's daily methods of operation. Some people don't do it because they're, they're afraid. But you can actually reprogram yourself completely to be like, I'm so happy and grateful that I love reaching out to five people a day to grow my business and my business grows with it. So you can actually completely move in that direction so that you begin to embody those, those things, those habits that you need to do to create the results that you want. Because um, one thing about success is um, the most successful people do the habits that people don't want to do, which hold people back from a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is 
when we are uh, individuals who are on that path of making a decision, what you're talking about here is similar to affirmations. It's, um, you know, creating uh, a phrase or a vision within your subconscious to drive towards. And it's really mental leverage. Um, if you don't have the mental leverage to push forward and you're, you're not able to visualize or to see uh, and be convicted to an outcome, uh, you have a heavy resistance to, to get there. And I think, you know, what people miss is that it's not necessarily um, that you're, you're needing to have something physically be there and be true. Like you're, if you're four, 400 pounds and you're looking in the mirror and you don't look any different day one and day seven, you know, it's not that you're not changing, but our brains are interesting in that they don't know the difference between um, reality and fiction. It's what we decide to tell it. I mean, our brain is really a bunch of neural connections yeah. and whatever we decide to tell it, it and imagine and create leverage doing so, the brain takes it as face value. And as long as you can envision it and not sabotage yourself by changing something else or letting somebody else, uh, else's words or opinions change that conviction, uh, our minds are really powerful in that where we decide to focus that energy, the energy flows through. Exactly. And it's interesting. So one thing that you learn about yourself, even with like a, my coaching is you learn about your, your, your mind. There's so many parts but, to it, but there's two parts that you can really look at it and dissect it. It's your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. And unfortunately, a lot of people, use, our conscious mind is 5% of us, our brain, our, our mind, our thoughts. And then our subconscious is 95%. But every, most people actually use their conscious mind to make most of their decisions. So they use 5% of their, I guess, their mind to create 100% of their lives. But what really is like, the moving factor for a lot of people is that when you begin to tap into your other part of your subconscious, you can create different results completely, whether it's going to the gym, their physical, to your business, to your relationships. Um, so that awareness portion that you can actually change it all completely, all your results, everything from what you're doing now to how you want your life to look. Yeah, when we're talking about that 5% of the brain, I think it's uh, interesting because, you know, the cognitive brain, at least in the work that I do with, with clients, um, we talk about that cognitive brain is really a, a series of belief systems. Um, and it's, you know, it's the way that your brain gathers the information to prove what your subconscious thinks is true. Um, and so, you know, as we're when we're born and, you know, as we're going through our life, especially in the early ages, we develop associations. Like, you know, hot is hot because you touched it and it was, mm -hmm. you know, you don't, your, your nerves don't know what hot is, but you don't understand that it's a bad thing. And so you have a negative association to it. Um, and same with cold, um, you know, being yelled at, being loved, being coddled, um, you know, all of these things, we, we develop all these associations, but our, our conscious brain, you know, activating 5% just, is, is the PI trying to build a case to say that this is true? And that's why it yeah. sabotages us. Because if we think that, you know, by association that we are not worthy, that we're not enough, our brain will go and find the things and nitpick on the 
on the little clues that show us that we're not enough. But what if we were to be able to shift that, right? What if we yeah. were to be able to shift that thought and say, you know what, I am enough and I can help a person. And if you can continually work on this and improve this thought process over, you know, days, months, years, um, your brain will make the shift. And all of a sudden you will start to see things that affirm that that is true. And so, you know, it's funny that when people are um, dead set that something's not going to work, like it's, it's true in a sense because yeah, you, you create have, that. yeah, you've created it, right. <laughs> you know, if whether yeah. you can or you can't, you're right because that's what your mind has told you to do. Yeah. So we can apply the law of attraction to everything to business, to how you show up in the world. But everyone knows about the law of attraction. But the first universal law is the law of vibration. And law of vibration has that feeling, right? So the sequence of really creating the results that you want in your life are thoughts, feelings, actions, right? So your thoughts, your feelings, your actions will create the results that you want in your life. You have a thought like, I'm going to be the healthiest that I want. And then you feel that, feel that about yourself. You start feeling it. You're going to move into action of going to the gym, eating healthier. You're going to make those choices for yourself. But if you continue to have that feeling that I'm not um, who, you know, I'm this or that, like it, you're going to move in a different vibration. So you're going to attract different as well. It's, it's all about vibration in terms of just being able to get the results that you want in your, in your life. So I'm sure that you've now at least run into a few people who, you know, want to change a thought and want to move yeah. in a different direction, but the demons keep coming back. What type of tools yeah. or what, what, what have you, what would you suggest that person kind of work on and how to shift that change? Uh, yeah, it's interesting. That's the, that's who is always attracted to me because they want to understand where, how I've gotten to where I am now. Um, so for that, I always tell people it's about a decision, right? Uh, so are you going to continue doing what you're doing, getting the same results? Um, if not, you need to sit down. So I always tell people to start off this. If they're, they're getting to a point where they need to get over these demons, rewrite your script. It's called self-image. So there's a complete lesson about just self-image and how our environment is but a looking glass of what's inside. So I want people to sit down and write your script. Because once you sit down and you just write it out, it's like free flow journaling and you write out your script and you see that you're either not the main character of your movie, I think you kind of make a decision that that has to change, right? It's like, it's a self-awareness portion because no one can really make you change unless you create that awareness for yourself. So that's the biggest thing is starting to think because a lot of people don't think. We're thinking every day. We do the same thing every day. We think that we're thinking, but we're not really actually thinking, like analyzing, asking the questions. That's why journaling is so important. Um, or even, I think for a lot of people, journaling and asking those questions are the most important things to start creating that awareness portion. And awareness is everything for everyone. When you begin to take a step back and look at the awareness portion, it's literally when you begin to change. Awareness is the age, uh, the greatest agent for change. 
So then let's talk about change for you. Um, you know, working in, in recruitment, you know, what was, what was the catalyst for your particular change? Like where, why did you feel like you needed to break free from helping others, you know, fulfill their job requirements to then helping, you know, to, to becoming a coach? So with recruitment, it was so great because you do find people that are that want the change. They're looking for a career progression, right? But then you find the people that are resisting. And the thing about recruitment is it was very fulfilling finding people the right roles. And I was always the queen of filling the very hard to fill roles for some reason. I would I filled the most random roles, like general manager at a massage chair company and like uh director of sales of an organic tampon company all these like they're like that's a weird weird role let's give it to jen um so i i love those right and it was interesting those people would always just like fall into my lap but the thing about recruitment that i did not that did not sit well with me was it's a numbers game and that that for me was i was longing for the human element like how can i make an impact after i place that person because once you place them, at the end of the day, it's a commission, and then you, you go and check in, and then they might leave the job, and all these different things that happen. But for me, I, I, if you know, I, I love human design. If you've never heard about it, we, it's a different topic completely, and so, so amazing to look into. But my human design, it's like about how can I start to impact people by learning systems that's my human design so once I became aware of how I was placed on this planet to serve I knew that it wasn't about outreach anymore it was about attracting and attracting the right people so I want to work why I went to coaching is I wanted to work with the right people that wanted that change because my uh, success strategy is actually helping other people build success. Like, so I'm not one of those people, I'm not a builder. Like that's not how I was placed on this planet to serve. I will, I'm here to teach people systems so that they begin to create their own success, begin to see themselves the way that other people see them or that they want to see themselves. Um, so that's why recruitment, it was great, but then there's that element where I didn't get to work with the right clients sometimes. So, and there's no spiritual aspect, which is all what I'm all about now. <laughs> and so how do you feel about, you know, all the things that are sort of happening on, you know, social media and the abundance of courses about mindset and coaching? You know, I, I think a lot of people wonder, like, why are, you, why are we hiring, you know, coaches in person when we can do these you know, courses and YouTube things, uh, you know, videos? Like, why can't we learn it ourselves? What do you think? so simple when you pay you pay attention that's just the truth um when you get something for free like how likely are you going to dedicate your time to create habits and want to see results and transformation where's the accountability um the, the biggest thing is accountability like a lot of people will do these things the free courses and then and then they'll go off and then go back to their old programming. Um, when you pay, you pay attention. And that was the same for, thing for me. I said, you know, I'm going to make a really big investment in myself. I'm going to bet on myself. And then I literally created a study schedule for myself. And I really 
dove into the material like it was my own because I invested in it. And that was an investment in myself. Um, because I, I, I before was using the free videos and doing all those things, but I didn't, no one was holding me accountable. I had no one to check in with. And I would do it when I was, when I was free, right? It, Cause it was free. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And I can agree with that. I think a lot of people, you know, have a misconception that they can, you know, read a book or watch YouTube or, you know, do this free mastermind course that everybody's doing. Um, and, and there's a part of it that is knowledge based, but it isn't uh, applicable unless you apply it, right? It, you know, if you're not yeah. doing the work and you're not actually taking that information and putting wheels to it every single day, you know, you're not getting, you're not going to get the value out of it. And so rather than patting yourself on the back, like it's a progression chart where you had to read, you know, a book a week, or, you know, you had to consume all these, you know, items. I, I, I almost tell people it's actually better to slow down, um, you know, really take it in and hiring a coach, I think is valuable in the sense that yes, we hold you accountable, but we also work through it systematically because if you've ever gone to YouTube and I'm sure like all of us who are listening have gone down to YouTube, it is a black hole. And you yeah. start off with all the right <laughs> intentions and then you ended up with cats. And, and we don't know how we got there because YouTube is so good at directing our attention elsewhere. And us human beings, we have the attention span of goldfish. Uh, you know, uh, we're not able to follow a linear line. And so, you know, we're scattered brain and, you know, we're piecemealing all these things and it's highly inefficient. And actually, you know, we probably spend more time trying to research this stuff and go through the process thinking that we're making progression, but we're actually procrastinating. Uh, yeah. I feel, right? What do, you, what do you think about that? Oh my gosh. It's, it's so completely true. Cause you can go down a YouTube block, like, like a like rabbit hole where it just, you, you're gonna, there's so much information, but what are you truly trying to solve in that, in that time that you were spending on YouTube where you could have just spent 20, 40 minutes on a system that is proven and then someone's going to hold you accountable to that. That's, and then you, this is the thing about quantum leaping, right? Like you, you can go on YouTube and add on knowledge. That's just going through life, adding on knowledge, moving through life. Quantum leaping is basically collapsing time so that you get results quicker. For me, that's more valuable when you're an entrepreneur, right? Time is so limited on earth. Don't waste it trying to find shortcuts or trying to find shortcuts that are actually not shortcuts at all. That is consuming more time, more knowledge, more things that you need to now figure out because you've gone down that rabbit hole. Now you're like, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. this." But then you kind of forgot why you even started, what you were searching up in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. I I totally think, um, you know, YouTube and, and stuff is wonderful. I mean, I started my entire career before YouTube ever got to it, right? Um, you know, before before WordPress was really a thing, you know, we were working on, you know, I don't know if you're maybe too young for this, but we were working on things like GeoCities and, and, and I, like, yeah. I kind of remember GeoCities. Yeah, so we, we had to build these things, you know, using HTML and, you know, now like, you know, you have these, you know, drag and drop systems like, you know, Wix and Squarespace. But, yeah. you know, prior to YouTube, 
you know, we had to consume books. We had to do things like the, the school of hard knocks. And I love YouTube in the sense that, you know, there's such a, an abundance of information out there. Yeah. But it's not like the information wasn't there before. It's just we had to go through books and libraries and other stuff before, you know, search engines really became a thing and everybody put everything online. But the problem is, is and businesses back then and now face the same problem is there is too many options. And just like when you go to a diner, like if you've ever been to a trucker stop, like a dive like you know when you open the menu and it looks like somebody just threw up like everything that you could possibly yeah. cook or, or the restaurants old, have yeah. chinese yeah, and the chi- yeah, cheese, yeah. Like- <laughs> totally so you know but i think about it like that and it's not that you know one item can't serve you it's you get paralyzed because there are too many things in front of you and then you yeah. get squirrel syndrome because you know you try one thing for a few weeks and that didn't work and because there's so many other new things you just keep trying the new things and then you know years go by and you look back and go holy shit I was like I just wasted years and like I didn't really get anywhere and I tried a little bit everything and everything didn't seem to work because you didn't give enough time and you didn't give enough practice repetition is the mother of all skill and we're so impatient as people like it sucks because because we're like goldfish and we have low attention spans we are not able to do these things you know, repetitively uh, over an extended period of time. And as such, you know, you have people complaining and, and, you know, there's fast money to be made in the marketing and business, you know, courses out there because people are just looking for the quick fix. But every business has an option of a million possibilities. It's like a calculus equation. It's infinite. And a coach, I think, is a person who is able to be the sounding board and allow you to find and curate the combination that works for you, right? Whether exactly. it's mindset, whether it's business, whether it's health, um, you know, when you're hiring a coach, I feel like you're hiring a person to help expedite your particular equation, not, not their coach's, you know, version, because, you know, your version, Jen, would be different from another person's journey through life. And so, you know, as as coaches, we might have different experiences and we can use those to help, you know, offer options. But ultimately our job as a coach is to listen and then be there to help them make a decision that's good for them and not just chase the shiny new object. Yes. And the one thing is like, you realize that for coaches, even we have coaches because there's never enough learning there's never enough knowledge. The best way to learn things is to teach it to others. That's why I became a coach. That's why I decided, um, for me, like I've always like wanted to be an entrepreneur and I was like, I don't know what that looks like. And I always wanted to be a mother, right? And so I'm not a mother yet, so far from that. But for me, I was looking for that career path that would give me both. And when I discovered Bob Proctor's material, I said, how come I didn't learn this in school? And he said, Bob Proctor said, okay, the best way to teach it to others or to learn it yourself is to teach it to others. And that, it clicked in my mind where I was like, I'm going to be a mother one day and I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to combine them too. And when I have children, they are going to have this knowledge because I'm so, I've learned it and now I'm teaching it to others and they're going to create this infinite life for themselves. Never, they're going to have to go through life. You have to go through life. You have to experience things, but they're going to have this because it's like so ingrained in me 
that when they come out, that manifestation of that child comes out, um, it's just going to be a part of their living where they're like, you know, this, this is, it's all about mindset, right? So it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And I can totally agree with you because I have a five-year-old and that's what happens. Like, you know, you can see a very big difference between, you know, the different type of parenting styles, you know, in different play groups or whatever, Um, you know, and the adoption of specific mindset. I mean, as parents, we spend so much time with our children uh, that, you know, they innately rub off like on us, right? Like, and, and we rub off on them. Like, I feel like kids are our greatest teachers as adults, but we are at the same token uh, imparting our experience onto them. Um, But it is really quite, quite interesting. And, and, you know, you're going to find motherhood really valuable, especially, you know, doing the work that you're doing, um, you know, when you're transferring all of this knowledge, but yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. And that's something we could talk about on another day, but you know, I, I can digress <laughs> so straight down that rabbit hole, uh, but it, being cognizant of the time, we're going to keep it kind of, uh, of tight here. One of the things I'd like to ask all of uh, my guests when they're on this show is what is a book or a piece of material that has impacted your career? Uh, and you know, what would that be? And you can share that with the audience. Oh my gosh. I wish like, I wish there could be one, but I mean, there's so many. Can I say one on one, or I'll uh, let you have a couple of them. But you know, okay, yeah, okay. give me give me some of the things that really impacted your life. So, um, really impacted my life. Anything Lewis House. Lewis House is he's a great podcast to listen to um, because he talks about one the struggle, but he talks about that mindset portion. And then um, he he yeah, anything Lewis House. If you want to start off your podcast journey thinking about business spirituality mindset listen to his house he really was like wow like he made me start thinking wow there must be more and then books there's so many books but probably the one that I'm reading right now is has had such a big impact for me and made me create that shift it really made me think okay I got to do more what is what am I here to do is the greatest secret everyone's read the secret but the greatest secret is a really impactful book because it kind of helps you when you read it you don't worry about anything else in the world like you just all your suffering your doubts everything that you've created for yourself that holds you back it makes you feel at ease and I think that calmness of mind is the beautiful jewel of life like if you have a calm mind you can go through life just so easily right so effortlessly and everything just flows to you Amazing. Well, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how are they going to reach out to you? Yeah. So I have a few mediums. Instagram is one of, I'm a millennial. So one of my um, platforms that I use quite frequently is Instagram. So my Instagram is this must be Jen with two N's. So this must be Jen, J-E-N-N. And that's one of the best platforms to get a hold of me as well as uh, you can check out my website at www.thismustbeit.com. .ca. Um, those are probably the best platforms to get hold of me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show. If everybody found this valuable, please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. Uh, send us a DM just to let us know that you've listened to it. Let us know what you thought, you know, and uh, if you have any questions. And if you guys enjoyed her on the show, we can have her on the show again. 
But uh, other than that, thank you so much for joining me here today, Jen. I really did enjoy the conversation. I'm sure we kind of gone way down the rabbit hole. But like (laughs) I told you before the show started, I try to keep it down to 30 minutes. So, but thank you so much for for joining me today. Thank you so much. I'm so happy and grateful that you had me on here today. And I just appreciate your time and your audience as well. Amazing. So all those people listening, thank you for listening in. And we will see you next week. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Your time is valuable, and I'm deeply humbled that you're spending that time with me. I want to make this channel something really great, something you can really enjoy and get a lot of value out of. So if you have any suggestions or comments, please connect with me and let me know. If you enjoyed this content, I'd love it if you'd share it with somebody else, and if you'd leave a comment on iTunes for me. This helps me rank higher on the search engines. And as always, tune in next week as we dig deeper into marketing and business. Until next time, have a great day.